Welcome to Talking Down the Highway, a Beach Boys podcast. I'm Matt. I'm Glenn. I'm Tim. Hello. Hi. Well, Hi. hello. Hello. Gentlemen. Yeah. What a catchy tune. Yeah, I like it. Right. That is pretty good. The dog barking—it's just very cheery. And uh, who is that dog? By the way, I don't know. No one knows. Some stray, some well, moon some, dog. Some of our listeners were a little bit upset because for a while we were actually introducing the dog mm. as part of you know the the podcast. Um, yeah. That's right. And then we stopped doing that. <laughs> oh well, for his for his protection, um, <laughs> there were Sorry. there were some uh, security breaches, and so for for Bowie's protection, we had. Hey, to, oh wait, hey. I mean, sorry. Um, Damn it. Damn you, Glenn. We're going to have to relocate him again. Uh, <laughs> I have yeah. no way of backing up and re- and re-editing or anything either. <laughs> okay. Damn right. it. We're screwed now. We record this on um, Edison cylinder. cylinder. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, those... Just got to live with it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Those those cylinders are really expensive. <laughs> yeah. I think I don't know. Hey, that's, what uh, <laughs> that's what happens when you're when you do live recordings. You live know? from the Edison mm-hmm. Museum live. in East Orange, New Jersey. <laughs> I can hear you. By take a picture of that plaque. Yeah. Read All it right. later. All right. Hey, um, mm. listener update. Yeah. Yes. You guys please. ready for this? Uh huh. We did it. A billion. A billion. A billion. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. And you know what? Way way quicker than we did on the old show too. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, that old um, show is garbage. It, it's part. Of, <laughs> um, it's, it's part of a, a bit of a renaissance. In fact, actually, strangecurrencies.com Strange, sorry, strangecurrenciesmusic.com Ooh, That's right. That's right. Um, was breaking its own record last month, even though we've hardly produced any new content really this year. Hmm. Um, and it's on track to have an even better month in December. Wow, so, I'm telling you, it's huh. encyclopedic. It's it a, does it's not a renaissance. Um, <laughs> Strange currencies music is a foundry. Of of musical wealth. Well, and, the, part of it is, or is it a wealth the, of musical? Well, oh, the the Beach Boys catalog crawl is the okay. Is it popping hook, off? Right. Yeah, that's oh, the hook. Okay. It's already in our top hmm. handful of articles, right. and then it's just this jumping off point to all of the other great content out we there. We did on it. Music dot com. We need to have some more. I don't know. Things written by, I don't know, other people. Other contributors? You know, mm. people who, who have occasionally written things. Debatable. Uh, Debatable. Um, that I feel like we should just... Crawford Montezuma, perhaps. I, I, well, I heard he's in prison, so... Oh, okay. We should stick with our strengths. And I can't Let's, read or write, so... Let's do what's working. Um, hey, you can wear pants, though. You're wearing pants. I am? Oh. <laughs> it's a little cold <laughs> down here in the studio, so... I yeah. never wear pants. Mm-hmm. What are you What are you drinking there, Glenn? Uh, oh, this is a lovely cider. Um, I don't know what I'm drinking. You just handed it to me. Uh, Ooh, I that's dangerous. Care- careful. That's right. Careful. Um, it's a Imperial Abbey. Oh, okay. Uh, from Portland Cider Company. Did you put something in it? Is it? <laughs> I put some cider in there. Mm, okay, thank you. Yeah. Yeah, it's wonderful. It's good, especially in this. Uh, um, lovely marketed <laughs> Strange Currencies glass. Yeah, you can buy these at strangecurrenciesmusic.com, mm-hmm. although you really can't. We don't have a shop set up. <laughs> I was going to say, uh, you can? Uh, no, you can't. They're collector's editions. Yeah. Right. A, you have yeah. to come to the um, New Year's party or hey, something. Hey, if more people start reading, even more. I mean, mm-hmm. again, we're, we're, we're on an upswing right now, but even, even more people start More than reading. a billion? Yeah. yeah. Well, those are the listeners. There's at least yeah. two billion readers. Okay. Then then we'll actually start marketing the, the glasses okay. and the shirts and all of the other, you know, Strange currency stuff that we have. Yeah. Okay. But, uh, 
I, I need to know that there's demand before I start, you know, fair. setting up some sort of shop on fair, there. Fair. Fair. We don't want to get ahead of Set our Set myself egos. to have to go ship things and all that. Yeah. 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 We got we to stay humble. You know, we can't get too... I've been selling CDs on uh, on Discogs, though. Yeah. yeah. So I, I've been you know, having to make a lot of trips to the post office. Oh, okay. Yeah. What CDs? Just old CDs. Old yeah. CDs. So, so I can buy records. Okay. So I'm selling CDs and, and using that to... Money to buy records. You get like a dollar for a CD, though. No, I've really? got I've got some that huh. I, the one uh, I sold a, a copy of Shotgun Willie yesterday. It was like twenty bucks because huh. apparently it's, it's harder to maybe find out ones of print, out of print or whatever. Yeah. And, and still, I'm like all right, cool. I got twenty bucks for that. I can go buy the brand new record for probably twenty five bucks. So hmm. score. Right. Why not? Because the CD's just sitting in the box, right? In yeah. my in my basement. Turn it around. Pretty yeah. soon, you're gonna start saving up for some ADATs. Some ba- beta maxes and <laughs> you know, no, no. those don't exist. Oh, okay. those, those things. Do you even know what an ADAT is? I, I, don't, I don't know. Okay. I'm just right. saying things. <laughs> let's let's take a quick break. Yeah, uh, oh. and we're well. I had a quick correction from oh. a previous episode. A correction? Yeah, mm, surely this not. This hour, uh, <laughs> this in your kitchen, <laughs> located uh, entirely within uh, this studio. I forget which episode this was on, but um, I mentioned Carol Kay having an Amazon account. That was, oh. I think, our last one. Okay, on, on uh, summer days and summer nights. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, Might have been on. Today, and and Carol Kay being, you know, sassy and and yeah. talking shit about Hal Blaine. Essentially, mm-hmm. um, I said it was uh, a review of his book, but it's not. And I posted this on the Instagram. So if you follow us on Instagram at Talking Beach Boys, you already know all of this. But uh, the review is actually for uh, The Wrecking Crew, The Inside Story of Rock and Roll's Best Kept Secret by Kent Hartman. Mm. And mm. I just want to read it. It's real quick. That so rascal Kent Hartman. I found it on a, like her reviews are down. She's, her account, I think, is gone from Amazon. But somebody oh. on a forum reposted this. It says, 1.0 out of five stars. Please don't buy this book. Skewered, misquoted, phony title. This is from 2012. Wow. By Carol Kay, Valencia, California. See all my reviews, and then in parentheses in all caps, it says, real name. (laughs) So here it goes. This review is from The Wrecking Crew, the inside story of rock and roll's best-kept secret hardcover. I was totally misquoted in this wrong, skewered, and silly book. Quotes from me are totally wrong and untrue, and I'm sure with others also. Our group of 350 to 400 1960s and 70s studio musicians were never known by this Hal Blaine 1990-invented term, invented by someone who wanted to be famous. This book is full of slander also. The person who invented that clownish term never was good enough to be a movie film musician movie film musician. Okay. So the fine movie TV film studio musicians, okay, uh, are slandered. They never said that. They complimented us. I know. I was there doing hundreds of movie scores, thousands of records, record dates with them. No one ever said wrecking at all. That's invented by a jealous musician. This is longer than I remembered. Uh, <laughs> please don't buy this phony book by a, quote, writer who made false promises of the, quote, truth parentheses for a magazine article never a book he changed my words and other words too to fit his own needs for three dollar signs uh, wow. he wanted to be in our studio business etc this is a, another bad bad poorly written wrong phony book please don't buy quote unquote book is it really a book <laughs> and then uh and then at the bottom she has her name uh, the name of her company first called bassists <laughs> all hollywood studios author leading educator with so you know, yeah it's definitely her yeah and you know, I don't really know much about the beef here, but I posted this and I, I put all the information, the correction, you know, there. And then I guess it wasn't clear because there was a comment from somebody saying like, uh, you know, I got to say uh, I'm on her side here. And I had to clarify, oh, I'm 100% Team Carol. Yeah. 
like when no I question. say she's right. sassy and you know that's great, that's great. Yeah, because she yeah. deserves to be. Yeah, she gets <laughs> to correct Play the record. That baseline on good vibrations. I was, yeah, yeah, on good vibrations on Sloop John B. Yeah. Just like yeah. yeah, she's she's the best, and she's still kicking. I got a, a DM from the guy who made that comment saying that he actually had a, like a video chat with her recently and she's oh. doing great. No way. And she used to give lessons, but now at this point she, I think has arthritis really bad is what uh, he said. Sure. She doesn't really do that anymore, huh. but she's still around. Yeah. Wow. She's still doing it. So way to be Carol. Go Carol. Go Carol All King. right. I, I, at least she didn't give it half a star. <laughs> she, she at least gave it a, yeah, maybe you can't. She, she acknowledged <laughs> I don't know that, that I've ever was... rated anything on Amazon, but uh, I don't think I have either. Yeah. Right. Well, good, good for her. Okay. Yeah. Go Carol. All right. Now we're going to take a break. Okay. This yeah. was like our longest intro ever. Yeah. Huh? Thanks, Tim. Yeah. All right. <laughs> we'll be right back. You know what? It's what? time to have a Beach Boys party! Party! <laughs> yeah, that's right. Party! Wait, no, that guys, that sounds like two exclamation points. It's just one. Oh, oh. party! 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 Yeah. Party! Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. we're talking about the 1965 classic record recorded, quote unquote, live, <laughs> live at a Beach Boys party! Party! <laughs> yeah. That's the full title is recorded at a live. Yeah, a li- yeah. Live. Recorded, quote unquote, live at a. And the quotes are Beach important. Boy. At a Beach Boys party because the Beach Boys party a lot. <laughs> and yeah, you do. need to. Uh, it's you one need of to, many. Yes, one of many. That you were not cool enough to be invited to. You were not. Um, because they're taste. cool mm-hmm. and you're not. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's this is what it says on the cover. But you know what? Sounds like it's time for an episode of Sound and Vision. Already? Yeah. That's right, sound and vision, where we discuss all things aesthetic using the uh, the scale provided to us by David Bowie. Mm, thank you, Bowie. Glenn, if we really like something, we call it a... Low. That's right, David Bowie's masterpiece. Tim, if we don't like something, we call it a... Never let me down. In which David Bowie definitely, definitely liked. David, come on. He's dead. And if it's in the middle, we say, let's dance. Let's dance. David Bowie's okay, his album. Yeah. All right, uh, so we have this this record cover. We're looking at it upstairs before we came down to the studio here to have ourselves a Beach Boys party. I want to be at this party. Yeah, they're having fun. It looks so like they're having a good time. Kind, Grand of, a, old kind time. of a photo collage, but uh-huh. at a canted angle. Yep. Uh, it certainly looks like they had a party. They're, uh, they're back to that brown and orange mm-hmm. color scheme, which they used on today, which I told y'all, I like. Yeah, I like it. no, it's, it's like autumnal. It's, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's pretty nice. I could do without this photo of Mike on the cover, but <laughs> is that the their grandfather? Right, he's back. Uh, or something. It must be. Yeah, still holding on to that whole striped shirt thing too. <laughs> like it's 1963. I All just right. uh, I just want to say that um, based on the cover and the name of the album, I'm I'm convinced that this was recorded during a real party. Yeah, I mean oh, clearly. Yeah. There's evidence they would right lie. there. They would never no, lie to us. Of course. Yeah. I mean, the the word "live" is in quotations, but I don't really understand why that. But, but that's that's yeah. that's Marilyn on the cover, isn't it? Yeah. 
Um, so at least they're not like you know paid act actresses. And, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, hey. They're actual real, real people, associates of the Beach Boys. Yeah, families and family yeah, and friends. See? On the back, they're playing volleyball. Oh, oh. Um, that's uh, and, one and, of the pictures. And, and drinking root beer. Uh, yeah, yeah. Certainly that's root beer. It's gotta be root beer. Gotta be root beer. Um, (laughs) Carl has, has found himself a a nice lady friend. It looks like finally good for him. He's no longer just kind of (laughs) there being sad. Carl, you know, the world's least intimidating quarterback, as we said on all summer long, uh, Dennis has got himself surprisingly only one lady. Hmm. Um, but yeah, he's doing all right for himself there. And on the back, Mike and Al, Apparently, an item. <laughs> they're they're together. They look in a happy picture. together. Yeah, yeah. They're good for them. It's you know they're. <laughs> it's just a preview of uh, one of their little talks that during the pet sound sessions about like what the hell's going on here, guys. Yeah. Anyway, I like it. Uh, let let's dance. Yeah, fine. It's, it's fine. It's still tops out it's, of let's dance. I feel like we need memorable. more tears. Yeah, we might need to because <laughs> everything's a let's dance at this point. Right. Yeah, but. I don't know that we need more tears. Mm. I mean, I'm, I'm fine keep with it, it, it being a let's. It's fine. Hey, can like, we... I don't look at it and say iconic. It's amazing. It's it's just there. It's right. it's fine. Can I like it. I don't dislike it. Can we acknowledge the um the the later release? Because as I'm like just flipping through, you can you can in Google you can see the the alternate release of the Beach Boys uncovered and unplugged. Which, oh, is, yeah, right, right, right. which is essentially the same cover with a different color scheme. Yeah. But Ooh. instead of the phony party live photos, it's unapologetically them in the studio, in the studio. Oh, yeah. recording. Yeah, that's cool. So that's kind of it's kind of cool. It's like okay, we get it. Yes, no, this is not a real live party. This is... I don't have that in front of me, but mm-hmm. I'm, I'm comfortable saying let's dance. Yeah, let's dance. Well, let's too. dance. Sure. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Solid. Yeah. Well done. Okay. Yeah. Good episode. Yeah. I mean, I'd give the episode a let's dance. Yeah. yeah. All right. Um, okay. So Beach Boys Party, 1965. This is like their 13th album of 1965 or something like that. So um, it, it, it's so, an album. So, it's not. It's not in uh, the Rate Your Music Live Album category. It's in the actual album yes. category. Well, yeah. I mean, it was presented that way as a an album album or as a live album? as a live album. I mean, in quotes, it was it was the result of the record company basically wanting something for the holiday season yeah. and, and you know, they'd already done a, a live album, an actual live They've album. They've already done so, a Christmas album. Yeah. This is Brian or somebody's idea to just kind of like, Oh, well it's kind of like a live album. It won't take any work at all. Um, we can just put it out there while I'm working on pet sounds. Yeah. Let's just, let's yeah. just, mm-hmm. right. They were taking time. They had only delivered capital two mm-hmm. LPs in 1965. Only the capital's two. like, get off your lazy ass, <laughs> Brian. Right. You're not even going out on tour anymore. Like, you got to bring us something for the, for the mm-hmm. yeah. stocking stuffers, you mm-hmm. know? And although it'd be a big stocking. I wonder to fit this thing in. if it was, if it was legit, if it had can, legitimately can been records. <laughs> I wonder if it had legitimately been um, recorded at like a house show or something like that. If you could classify it as live. Cause I, I understand like a live album is a concert, but this ostensibly is still live. Is it though? Because they it's overdubbed. Not. It's not. Well, yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, I know it's yeah, not. Yeah. But I'm saying on the surface. What would it? The what way would it was you presented, consider? I, I would put this below like Nighthawks at the Diner from Tom Waits because hmm. I think he at least recorded that live in a studio with some people okay. hanging out and watching. This is we recorded it in a studio and yeah. then we deliberately added this 
chatter. Right. There. And we'll get into that as, right. as we're talking a little bit more about the album. But the context here is Capital wants another album. They want it soon. And this is not the first time this has happened. Let's let's take a look here at the, the band's history up to this point. 1962, they were just this new thing, novelty. They, mm-hmm. they put the one album out there. But from 1963 through 1965, every year there is an example of mm-hmm. Capital milking another yeah. Beach Boys release. <laughs> right? Literally milking Brian Wilson here mm-hmm. is, is what they're doing, right? <laughs> Thank you for that visual. Yeah. Appreciate that. <laughs> and so... 1963, that was this bullshit um, concept album, right? In oh. which they craft a new Beach Boys album, right, recycling right, right, right. some old material. What was that? Shut down? Uh, shut down? No, right. no, no. Little Deuce Coop. Little Deuce Coop, right? Okay. So it's all car songs. Yeah, all, all car songs, several right. of which had already been released. But they, they slapped that thing together just mm-hmm. to have something else out there in time for the, the holiday season, right? And it's it's just all right. It's fine, but you've already heard the best stuff on here before. But it's the new Beach Boys album because, of course, it is. 1964, Capital squeezes two additional records basically out of them, right? Mm-hmm. In the sense that you have um, the live Beach Boys concert. Mm-hmm. Which I think we've already said was like the only one of theirs to go to number one. So clearly that right. strategy worked. Right. Yeah. And then they also got a Christmas album out of them as well, too. Right. And now here in 1965, they're demanding a third record. And Brian, having already put two really good albums together this yeah. year, today and Summer Days and Summer mm-hmm. Nights. Summer Nights. <laughs> um, now that is two exclamation points. Yeah. yeah. Right. yeah. And, and now they're like, no, we need more. Give us more. Now, for this one, I'm going to say Brian at least came up with a pretty novel concept. Yeah. Right? This whole notion of wink, wink, mm-hmm. it's a live album, but it's really not a live album, but it's a different kind of, of live record. Right. It's like an unplugged album. I was going to say, it's unplugged. And it's, in, in that idea, it's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. It now, is. Now, we're going to get into the execution. Do they pull it off? Do right. they not? But as an idea, as a, hey, we need another product by, you know, for, for Q4, <laughs> they could have done, and they did do a lot worse than this. Yeah. When it came to just cranking out another product, this one is at least interesting in concept. Would, right. you, would you would you guys both agree with that? Yes, in concept, I can, I think it would have been interesting if it had all been Beach Boys songs, because then it would truly have been a, a Beach Boys unplugged kind of situation. They only do two, and they do them very sarcastically, exactly, yeah. <laughs> which but, I also love. But but I would argue though, this is kind of like if the premise is. Hey, the Beach Boys are cool. You'd want to hang out with them. Right. What would it be like if they were hanging out at a party? It's a mm-hmm. holiday party. What what would the a holiday party mm-hmm. at the Beach Boys? And maybe they don't want to sing their like. own songs. Yeah, they just yeah, want to no, sing yeah. the songs yeah. they love. Singing the hits. Yeah, of the day, yeah. Right? Sing, mm-hmm. singing our and favorite songs. Putting our doofy own spin novelty on them. songs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And and you know, you imagine that if you have a bunch of music nerds, like yeah, they're gonna pull out a guitar and some bongos mm-hmm. and. And play Papa Ooh Mau Mau, as we all do, you know? <laughs> well, see, that again, there we're getting into the execution. We'll talk about that as we go track by track yeah, to yeah. these. But mm. uh, but I think I think the premise is 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 clever or thoughtful. Yeah. I, I mean, hey, uh the the Beatles 
put out, um, get back the behind the scenes, <laughs> yeah. whatever, 24 hour long. Um, <laughs> it was like eight hours. Uh, how, how many hours was that? It's like eight. Okay. But it was yeah. fascinating oh, yeah. to like yeah. see them it, just hanging out in a room. Uh, yeah. Jamming. I, I, like, yes, but, but <laughs> that's the Beatles too. All right. Mm-hmm. You, you want to know what the Beatles Q4 1965 album was? <laughs> Rubber fucking soul. Yeah. Uh, All okay. right. So well, again, yeah, little different level. Mm-hmm. I would. You How know, many albums did the Beatles put out in '65? Two. So help oh, and Rubber help. Soul. Right. And mm-hmm. so the Beach Boys put out three. Oh, okay. Well, which ones are better? <laughs> well, no. I, okay. <laughs> I'm just saying that that there was a pressure mm-hmm. from the Beach Boys here to milk it. Like to to throw some stuff together. There was and for, for the and Beatles the too. Beatles, sure, but they didn't have to. They didn't have to release um, all of those that all of those uh, you know a live party album, whatever Christmas album. Beatles do a Christmas album? No, no. Mm-hmm. They would do like fan club uh, okay. things. Mm-hmm. There's, there's a few sure. Christmas songs out there. <clears throat> but I think your point maybe is that sometimes it's interesting to kind of peek behind the curtain sure, and see the process. Sure, sure. Um, which this is funny because this whole album is like, it's not that it's not, but it's an attempt to maybe look all those stupid uh, audio verite things right. that they put out in previous albums. Yeah. This is like that. If, if it was interesting and, enti- and if they were actually, doing if it was music. an entire album of that though, no, but like, if, but better, <laughs> better than that though. Yeah. Cause that's yeah. just chatter and that's awful. Right. Yeah. <laughs> This is at but, least them goofing around and then singing a song. But I will say it, it has that vibe at, at yeah, points. That a little it, bit. It, it, mm-hmm. it just does feel like the whole thing is filler. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, we'll take a look at yeah, yeah. each of this song. Well, yeah. And Any other contacts that you have? Well, I just want to talk a little bit about the um, the over uh, overdubbed chatter, right? Because, like... Yeah, so, I, I guess this is a, as good a time as any to talk yeah. about just sort of the nature of how mm-hmm. this album comes together. So yeah, because it is it's recorded in a studio, um, but it's recorded live in studio with mm-hmm. all the guys there. No. There are a few overdubs. Okay, a few overdubs. Um, there's at least one. I think it's you got to hide your love away, mm. where Brian says something like, "I'll just overdub a bass part on it later." Okay. <laughs> um, so yeah, there there are a few instrumental overdubs. Right. So, but they're all there. They're all being chit chatty. You know. On in their own right, so this this alternate version that came out, I don't know when, uh, the unplugged, complete and unplugged, unplugged or whatever, five or six years ago maybe. It it's the I've first twelve tracks are this album, but without the back the background noise, and there's still plenty of chit chat and stuff like that. And it's still mm-hmm. loose. There's still mistakes that they don't care about and whatever. So it's interesting to listen to the two back to back and hear like whether or not the chatter adds anything. And in some cases, I think it does. I actually think the background noise really does make it feel more organic and like people were there listening and mm-hmm. singing along and stuff. But what I'm curious about, and I wasn't able to find any information about was the recording session for the backup, the background noise. Mm-hmm. Cause it doesn't sound like it just came off a tape, you know, like a sound library. I think they actually recorded it. They actually it. got people in a right. room. Oh, yeah. And said, well, yeah, it's, it's it. them right. and, and well, their hangers on. And, and there's and definitely, um, there's even added chatter from the guys. Like, oh, in, yeah, uh, yeah. Hide Your Love Away. Yeah, definitely. No, 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 not Hide Your Love Away. Um, the Dylan cover, uh, Times They Are Changing. Yeah, right. They're like Raz and Al in the, on the finished album version. But if you listen to the unplugged version, that's not there at all. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, yeah uh, 2015 is when that uncovered okay. came out. So that's eight good. years ago now. It's... Uh, Let's get the whole title. It's uncovered. Uncovered and unplugged. Uh, yeah. Recorded, quote unquote, live at a oh, Beach Boys go. party. The Beach Boys party. Uncovered and unplugged. Uncovered and unplugged. Although it's the good. whole thing is in all caps, so I, I suppose we could. 
but it's it's the full album with no background noise and then a bunch of like takes and like unused material which is interesting to listen to Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. all right well hey let's take a quick break and we're gonna come back and talk about side a yeah Mm. all right It's time to party. Party! <laughs> Side A. Let's let's put the needle down. Side A. Holy gully. Holy gully. Holy gully. Um, it's by the Olympics. Holy gully. Holy gully. Holy gully! No, not woolly bully. <laughs> Is it not? It's not. Okay. <laughs> Sounds like... Okay. Uh, yeah, so the, it, this is by a band called the Olympics... According, oh yeah, so just real quick, I discovered a site called albumlinernotes.com mm. that is very old, I think, at this point. But if you go there and look, go to the Beach Boys section, there's all kinds of stuff. There's like little, tiny little breakdowns of every single track on this. Um, there's like, I don't know, lots of stuff. So this has a little factoids. Uh, like this song's by the Olympics, best known for their terrific coasters-like record, Western Movies, mm. 1958. This feels like a this feels like a Mike Love selection. Right, there's a ton of Mike. On yeah, this album. there his, is. Mike his is presence looms very large over this album. Yeah, and this I don't really have any notes on this one at all. It's just like okay, whatever. This, I mean, this is one of the songs. Have we heard this before, or is this the first time we've I, heard it? From I hadn't heard it from them now. Um, because I get a sense that this is almost like one of their concert standards. Like this feels like one that Mike loves to bring out at a quote unquote party. Uh, um, I had that. It's thought. it's just got that it's got that Mike loves swagger. To I had that it thought that, for Alley Oop. Th- uh, that one too, right? Th- and, and again, like one of his novelty songs that he would like yes. be strutting around, right? Doing mm-hmm. funny voices and stuff for. Yeah. So, but I don't know if that's the case with this one. Yeah, that's but you fine. know, it's a party song. Whatever, yeah. it's fine. It establishes the whole novelty element right. uh, mm-hmm. effectively, I guess, and you know, you're not going to get a super serious party here, right? So, yeah. It's uh, fine. It, 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 yeah, just sort of establishing like, okay, here's your arrangements that you're going to have. You're going to have acoustic guitars um, and some bongos mm-hmm. and some bass and those voices. And the voices are good. Yeah. You know, one thing I noticed, and, and I'm, I'm feeling like at least on Holy Goalie, there's some harmonizing going mm-hmm. on, whereas that a lot of the other ones, they're just kind of singing in it's unison. It's just sh- shouting. Right. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. But there was at least a, an arrangement, mm, I think, okay. maybe behind this one. Interesting. So maybe that, that does, you know, add some some um, support to that theory. Like maybe this was a concert one. Something that they did. They didn't yeah. just oh, yeah, throw yeah. it together. That know, was the improvise, first. Like, you, and I think a lot of the ones where you hear them, like, just singing in unison. Satisfaction, I think, mm. which is on that long um, you know, expanded right. version. Like I'm glad that didn't make the record because the vocals, yeah, they're just all shouting it in unison, mm-hmm. kind of a thing, rather than mm-hmm. there's this real vocal arrangement. And, and that's kind of the 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 thing here is is if you're looking between the lines, you're like, yeah, right. Like these guys just randomly were sitting around at a party and then bust out this harmony section. Like that's mm-hmm. not yeah. right. right. There's a few songs on here where it's like, yeah, yeah, this is definitely not improvised. <laughs> right. Yeah, we'll get there. This isn't one of them. It could be improvised. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, they've got the skill to yeah. do that if sure. they want. Anyway. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. Next one is uh Beatles medley, right? 
Uh, not a med. Well, no. two back to back. Back to back. There are three Beatles covers on here. But All of them share, are on side A. But they share a track, right? No, so, they split the track. Oh, they did. Okay. It is so track two, known, track three. Should have known better is the first one, right? Um, and this is Carl and Al having fun, uh, showing that even though the Beach Boy or the Beatles are their like rivals, that they love the Beatles, and obviously, yeah, right? It's, it's kind of like a white flag. Like, all right, we know we're not you, but we're we're still. Right, or just, us. I mean, just an appreciation like for, yeah, 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 like, I mean, it's good to have competition, it's good to have, like, label mates that are, uh, you know, as talented mm-hmm. as you are, I guess. Mutual admiration. Yeah. And then, like, the, the just the chatter between the two, like, oh, well, my favorite, you know, my favorite Beatles song is Tell Me Why, mm-hmm. and then they, they, they jump into it, and of course we only get a minute and a half of it, but, like... Yeah, you get a sense mm-hmm. that here. Here was another thing that I uh, that I wished. I wish we had closed captioning, um, so that we could like find comments. out who the who it is oh, that's like right. saying these things. Yeah, I, I run into that all the time. Like I don't, I cannot tell their voices apart when they're speaking. So except some, maybe Brian, but I feel like Brian and Mike kind of sound alike. So it's hard to say. Even just going through these, um, uh, lo- looking at the track credits, I can kind of tell like who's seen mm-hmm. the lead vocal like right certainly mike love is his holy gully and then yeah, yeah. not mike love on the beatles songs well that's carl it's and carl al, and al kinda... on both of them and um, and when... then when we go back to track four um you know papa umau mau it mm-hmm. goes back to mike and right it's like okay just uh, regarding the beatles songs real quick uh i what i did while listening to this the the second time I kind of did a back and forth between the album version and the uh, unplugged Uncovered, yeah. version and to see which one I like more. Because some songs I think were way better without the background noise. The Beatles songs I think were better with it. It almost sounded like like the whole room was singing along with the mm-hmm. choruses mm-hmm. and it was just a real fun kind of like time. Interesting. It feels mm-hmm. like you gave a lot more um, attention to unplugged and uncovered or whatever. Because uh, I put it on and fell mm-hmm. asleep. Right. Well, <laughs> like, I... I mostly listen to the first, you know, twelve. Things long. Kinda, There's like, I, oh, I know. Like really well, and there, tracks on but it. there were some interesting um, <clears throat> in between tracks that weren't singing. It was just talking that yeah, were kind of right. cool too. But yeah, and, and they I picked some cool songs here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, these are neither of them were you know hits or singles, mm-hmm. but they're both really good songs from uh, from Hard Day's Night that mm-hmm. don't get as much attention as yeah. Hard Day's Night. Uh, yeah, or Can't Buy Me Love. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, I I appreciate this. Mm -hmm. Not quite medley, but back-to-back. Right. Should have known better and tell me why. All right, so uh, next we have... uh, Papa, mow, mow. (laughs) We've heard this one before from... Right. I still I still like their version of this because of how zany Brian sounds for the whole thing. Well, all, all of them. Like, like, well, Mike, sure, yeah. Mike is... All right, <laughs> I'm going to put this out here. First off, Mike sounds like he's having a stroke or something. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. the, He's getting so into it. Oh, yeah. And this just confirms a thing that I think maybe about Mike Love. He sings Papa Um Mau Mau with more conviction than I've ever heard him sing anything else to date. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it maybe just speaks to that whole idea that this guy's just a soulless yeah, monster. That this song <laughs> is is every bit as important uh, to you know what it's saying as was I don't know in my room or yeah. surfer girl. Well, I mean, it's, or, it's or just it, he's just he's laying it. Down right. on well, this it's song because it's support. like he's like this is the best thing we've ever done, right. people. It's more support for the idea that he should have been a novelty yeah. song yeah. singer, or whatever, doing crazy voices, and you know that's Cartoon just the kind of guy he is. Yeah. And he, yeah, he loves it. Yeah, 
I don't know. I like it. It's fun. This version, I think, is a lot better than the one that was on the, okay. the actual live album. Sure. Um, because who is it? Is it Brian just doing the... Da, 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 da. Is that him? Yeah, I mean, he's singing the lead. Uh, yeah, Mike yeah. is just doing Mike the, is doing the, the low part. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think he, he might have some other lines in there, too. But yeah, Brian's yeah. doing that, that crazy yeah. shrieky stuff, which I love. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. I, th- this version's way better than the uh, the one on the actual live album. Yeah. Yeah. It's still not great, but it's it's way better. <laughs> it's good. <laughs> all right, it's pretty hard. Next is Mountain of Love, um, which mm. I don't really remember. I, I remember that it's catchy. I have, yeah, all oh, I have yeah, written is catchy. that it's catchy. It's another Mike lead. Uh, this was a hit for Harold Dorman and for Johnny Rivers. So yeah, it's a song. I like it. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I, I actually genuinely like this okay. one. Uh, I'm just not. It's, I'm, it's not, not the most memorable. I was going to say you're kind of alluding to in my head, but yeah. I remember liking it. Okay. Wow. Thank you. Thank you. It's <laughs> good. It's good. Thank you, Matt. Huh. Appreciate that. Wow. That's good. Okay. Okay. Um, so that's all that one. <laughs> Nothing else on that one. <laughs> but well, that's, so, that's so much for our medley, then then we bounce back to another Beatles say, song. Now we got "Hide yeah. Your Love Away," another Beatles <clears throat> cover. Uh, I got some issues now. Yeah. Oh, see, this, my note is, best dentist vocal ever? Ever? Are you serious? <laughs> the unadorned version is so right, right. bad. Oh, no, so no. So bad. I was going to say, I prefer the unadorned version. Oh. Wow. He sounds like Neil Diamond in the chorus sometimes with the graveliness. Uh, right. Yeah, yeah. No, I really like it. Oh, okay. I thought I thought it was terrible. Mm. Oh, wow. Okay, I'm going to, do I get to be the arbiter yeah, of this? I guess, yeah. <laughs> All right, I'm going to go listen to it again after our break between flip mm-hmm. sides, and I will give the final um, decision That's on this great. one. That's great. And I, 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 didn't, I don't know if I even, like, I, I figured it was Dennis because of the graveliness. Um, but yeah, I listened to the regular version at some point, and then I listened to the unplugged version, and that's where I was like, this is awesome. This voice sounds, like, just dirty and, and like, unusual. Uh, I have a, a note, like, for when, this is skipping ahead, but when Al sings, times they're changing, it's similar. Mm-hmm. Um, just, like, like, not pretty. But, you know, not Beach Boys. Okay. Just, like, from the gut. I don't know. All right, all right. I like it a lot. What, what's your criticism? Come on, convince me, Matt. Uh, his, his vocal's just really, really weak. Um, I mean, he's he's the least of singers uh, of the band. Right. But, yeah, I, of, I don't know. The least of polished singers. Sure. Um, however you want to take that, I guess. But... No, I mean, he, he just sounds like he's really straining mm-hmm. on it. Yeah. Like um, <laughs> and maybe it's just because, I don't know, I'm hearing it in comparison to, a, you know, John Lennon, sure. who is maybe my favorite vocalist, mm-hmm. period. But, yeah, um, yeah I don't know. It, it just doesn't do much for me. And and the unadorned version, first off, just because his, his voice is so, like, naked in there, and it just doesn't sound, I don't know. He, he's, think, he's really straining there. Yeah. But I really, really do not like it with the other stuff. I got my issues. Oh, with, with the, the background noise? Yes. Right. Well, I was going to say, like, because I like his vocal, the rawness of it, and you can hear it better in the unplugged version. So that's why I like it better than the album version, because of, I feel like there's just too much background noise. Um, See, I, I think his his not polished, if we want to put it that way, mm-hmm. voice works when it's juxtaposed with mm. a really good arrangement. I like gotcha. we talked, of course, yeah, you yeah. know, um, the... Uh, the last song on today. Right. Um, why can't I remember what it's called? I don't know. I can't either. 
you know, uh, back of my mind. Back of my mind, yeah. yes. Which is how right. it's this really like uh-huh. again kind of pet sounds uh predicting arrangement mm-hmm. there. And he has that really vulnerable voice that works well with that. But here's just this right. acoustic <laughs> thing and it just I don't know. It, it places the emphasis way too squarely on his voice and he's kinda humming some of the words rather than singing them and it just seems like I don't know. It, it's really tentative, and I, I didn't. Yeah. I don't care for it a whole lot. But it's really that with the background noise right. stuff that I really don't like. That this version of it. Sure. Well, Glenn will be the tiebreaker. Yeah, right? Glenn's over there. <laughs> no, it doesn't matter. We can have different opinions. Uh, but that's another Beatles. Song. No, we can't. Well, <laughs> so, well, I was going to see if we Glenn had just, anything else to say about sh- it. No, we should just pause it. We should no, just pause we'll, the we tape. will have to after the break. All right, okay. okay. All right. But, but the thing that I really wanted to get to is in the you know version with all the other stuff in there. You've got all the they're all yelling, "Hey!" Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And, and it's you know yeah, the that is obnoxious and stuff. And every time they do it, they laugh immediately after right, it, right? Like it's funny, but it's <laughs> annoying. And it okay, fine. First time, do that. But then the second time, they they do it again and they laugh again. It's like. Yeah, that's it's, true. It's, that's <laughs> dumb. It's that's, so stupid. That's the part that bothered me, but I do not remember listening to the, the unplugged. unplugged version. Okay. So that's why I want to see if it doesn't bother me. And again, it's because, mm-hmm. it, you know, as written by John Lennon, it's this really vulnerable right. song that has this depth to it that, that and the, here the Beatles hadn't really had before. Right. And they're, mm-hmm. they're just turning into this, hey, you know, like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny but I guess maybe that's what happens when your you know wife that you bring there is like 15 years old or whatever like she thinks right. that's funny but I feel like um, that's that the ca- kind of thing that would happen in sorry, a, like Brian, a, like but a karaoke uh, karaoke performance you know everyone's into it like, hey they just yeah. do the hey it's just mm-hmm. dumb though sure it's dumb yeah, I mean, I, like I said, I, I like the uh, other version better. I have a similar uh, criticism, but later for side B. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, they they totally right. do the same thing on another right. song. It's like, come on, get right. your shit together, guys. <laughs> well, the last track is "Devoted to You" by the Everly Brothers. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't remember what it sounds like. Oh, this this one's really good. Okay, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's a it's a Brian and Mike, mm-hmm. you know, kind of duet sort of thing, and. It, it's a it's a nice sweet song, right? A little less of a party song, I think, is what I remember. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. I, I like it. But I like the Everly Brothers. And I like their whole right. you know, vocalization style. And Mike and Brian, you know, do do fine with it here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and you get a sense, you get a sense again that, that this that was probably a Brian pick. Like you know, yeah. Papa Uma Mau and Holy Gully were Mike's picks, and the um, you know the Beatles, the two Beatles songs were Carl and Al, and. Um, Dennis wanted to do Hide Your Love, so, yeah, you know. Yeah. All right. Yeah, great. All right, well, let's take a break, and we're going to come back and talk about Side B. Just listen to the uh, unplugged version of Hide Your Love Away. And the verdict is <laughs> Tim is correct. Yeah. Matt is wrong. Wow. The It's the obnoxiousness of the, the original, version. the studio version is all of or, those obnoxious. Sorry, the album version. The album version is those haze, those overdubbed haze. That's because neither of you guys can Which are terrible. Properly, are so you're, obnoxious. Just giving, you're just hey, giving hey, Dennis hey, all Hey, hear me out. That's true. That's hear true. me out. 
And so that obnoxiousness is gone, and we get the rawness of Dennis at a party live, live. And yeah, it's vulnerable. He's taking it seriously. Mm-hmm. He's I, I never said he wasn't taking it seriously. Well, that's the problem. He's just not good. That's the problem <laughs> I had with the with the the album, er, the album version is that it wasn't taken seriously. Right. But when you strip all of that away, mm-hmm. it is. And and yeah, he's yeah, not I, the best I think, singer. I think but his, um, include your brother, Brian. And uh, <laughs> Dennis is like being included in the band and I he's think, trying um, and he's passionate about well, the song. And I think his suckiness is more vulnerability at it. Yes. Too, you know, that's the weakness. That's the beauty of it. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, we are talking way too a matter of about uh, thing, that they literally recorded in three opinion. minutes yeah. and <laughs> that they have put less thought. In hey, this is Dennis's one chance. This is Denny's big chance <laughs> on the album. And he comes through uh, and I enjoy it. And if they had given him a couple more takes because he's not as polished as the rest <laughs> vocally, it would have been more to Matt's liking. But I, I like Dennis. I just this version doesn't really do anything. You're for me, wrong. But we're still talking All right, about side, side B. One, it's perfect. So let's just, side let's B. Alley oop. Uh, it's another, another novelty. Another yeah, novelty. it's like novelty. Mike going off. Whatever. Yeah, it's about. Is is that the name of the cat? No, it's a, it's a comic strip, right? Okay. It's a oh really? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's a comic character, and so this he's is a, like, he's like a caveman. It's like a song called Garfield. Yeah, except like, for there should be more songs about Garfield. Maybe there should, but yeah, Ali Oop is like this comic character. He's a caveman, and and so that's what it's all about. And it's oh, the dinosaurs was one of the groups that did it. So so they're trying to be cool. And they're trying to convince their audience that they are hip and (laughs) you'd want to hang out with them at a party. And if you had the the pleasure, the benefit of being invited to a Beach Boys party, uh, you know, it's going to be lit and they're going to be singing about cartoon. (laughs) Well, this is apparently a huge hit song for three different groups. And like this, you would have known this song hearing it like on the album. Like, hey, that song, it's like. It's alley oop. It's like let's throw this on. I've been waiting to hear where they take it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but it sucks. The test of time did not, you know, did not stand the test of time. Uh, It it, is fine. It's just it's fine, but like nobody cares. Nobody remembers the song in history. You Um, you know, let's uh, really quickly before we move on to the next one. um, Because I actually have some thoughts on that one. The uh, studio chatter from the other version, the extended version, the stuff that didn't make it onto Mm, the uh, the album proper. There's some other kind of fun and interesting little things that are going on in there. I don't remember specifically. All right, if I'm going to listen to like three or four tracks from the uncovered... Oh, I don't know. Yeah, you're asking me to do homework that I'm not prepared to respond. Yeah. No, they were like... So, you know, we're talking when we're doing sound and vision. Well, we've already established that You've Got to Hide Your Love Away is one that you should listen to on the uncovered. Yeah. That's... Uh, no, so we were talking about like in the sound of vision that on the back you got Brian drinking a bottle, a dark bottle, uh-huh. and we were speculating: mm-hmm. is this beer? Is it root beer? You know, we know they love root beer, mm-hmm. but you find out some other things that they like. In this, oh, this uh, is that one, okay, <laughs> right in the in the unreleased studio chatter, they're making mm-hmm. some references there to uh, it's like sneaking out, s- and... sneaking out of the studio, right? Is this when um, they're also talking about profanity and stuff? Yeah, okay. He's like, no, yeah. it's not going to be any swearing. We're not going to talk about pot. Yeah. And then someone else says, we're just going to smoke it. Yeah, <laughs> and there's like several references to like going out to the parking lot, basically. <laughs> yeah, that's and, funny, and all of that. Mm-hmm. And you know what? It sounds like it's time for an episode of Heroes and Villains. What? All right, 
about its heroes and villains, where we discuss the heroes and the villains, whatever it is we happen to be talking about this week. And this week, we are talking about Beach Boys Party. Is the villain Party. profanity? No. Oh, good. Uh, first off, hero out of this whole thing. What do we got? Dennis's um, vocal on you've got to hide your glove okay. away. <laughs> There's such a thing as overcorrection, all right? I, am I now maybe let's talk about the, am I maybe being a little too critical? I don't know, perhaps. Let's, let's but you're like talk. now talking about it like it's this masterpiece of singing. No, he kind of sucks as a vocalist here. All right, let's. If talk. you like that vulnerability, fine, Glenn. But you are the you're, you should be the villain. But we really are. The, what we're missing here is going back to talk about the original version of "Be True to Your School." Never mind. <laughs> oh, stop. Uh, right. So yeah, the the hero um, is I think Carl. Uh, Carl and that 12-string guitar sound sound really good. I just, there's a moment on the Unplugged where they're talking about, like, we're going to make it seem really uh, spontaneous, so we're going to say, hey, Carl, go get your bass. Mm-hmm. And Carl's, like, trying to say, like, okay, yeah, we've got to make it seem organic. Da, 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 yeah, I'm going to pick just the right moment, and then it'll take me a while. And then someone's like, Carl, go get your bass. Yeah. I don't know. They were picking on Carl a little bit. Well, that's when they were talking about, like, the, the pot thing as well, it too. Was it? Okay. And I don't know if that was, like, the code that they were talking about. Like, hey, Carl. Go get your bass. No, I, think uh-huh. they, well, I don't know. Wink. Maybe. Wink. Yeah. Anyway, Brian. I Br- guess. Brian's the hero Brian. because yeah. again, Capital's mm-hmm. like, "Hey, give us something." He's like, "All right, I'm going to put a little bit of effort mm-hmm. into it and give you something that has at least got some novel, a little bit of creative, to it. Cre- yeah. like um, conceptual effort, but very little creative effort, which was yeah. the mm-hmm. genius of it because mm-hmm. he yeah. doesn't have to write any songs yeah. or anything. They don't exactly. have to even like spend much time in the studio. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then the villain. All right, when they're doing all that talk about the other stuff. Who sounds like a fucking narc? <laughs> uh, what does Mike he Love. say? Does he threaten to tell? He just sounds like a fucking okay. narc. Like hearing that guy even, hey guys, you want to go smoke the marijuanas? It's like, you know, no, you're a fucking narc. All right. Yeah. Um, so anyway. And, yeah. and for having too much fun on Papa Umau Mau. Uh, yeah, uh, I'll, I'll let him have that. Like, yeah. Guy's got to have some enjoyment in his miserable little life. Right. There, but, uh, and alley oop, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. hey, uh, track two, speaking of heroes and villains, um, we have a Phil Spector appearance oh, um, right. on this album. So there's no other like my baby. I really like it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's lovely. The it, the moment that all of their vocals come in oh, yeah. is glorious. It just sounds so good. And, and as I said earlier, the, these songs, you can tell they definitely rehearsed. Yeah, right, it. Right, right. Mm, right, right. This is the one. Like that that vocal chord that they strike right when they mm-hmm. all come in. Oh, it's so great. It's like a goosebump moment. Yeah, it is. On it's, this on this total lark of an album. Right. And it's just so good. Mm, I gotta listen to it again. I have positive notes, but I really just have like good lead vocal and... Um, but I like the unplugged version better. Is that mm-hmm. is that harmonizing on the unplugged? Yeah. Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah. I, I get a sense that too that this is the song that kind of maybe um, put a chip on Brian's shoulder that he wanted to do overdubs and like make it good because you know I think there's still that that looming you know specter um, no pun intended of Phil like you know you're not good enough whatever and mm-hmm. I think Brian like that perfectionist came out in this but. Oh, yeah, that goosebump mm. moment. Is and this was, um, That's great. This is by the Crystals, by Phil mm-hmm. Spector for right. the Crystals, yeah. 1962. So that right. would have been right when Beach Boys were kind of getting started. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, now the only original Beach Boys songs on here. Mm-hmm. And this is a medley, right? Is this it on is. the same track? I get around yes. and Little Deuce. Wait a minute. Little Deuce Coup? Uh, that that's what it says, says on, on the there? back. C-O-U-P. <laughs> really? Interesting. C-O-U-P. With that yeah. Is there some sort of... Uh, 
hidden message is is Mike. This, is this more <laughs> is Mike tries to over? take control of the band? Ooh, I can see that. Yeah, yeah, mm. it's it's awful. It's obnoxious. He's, he's rewriting the lyrics right on the spot there. Yeah, trying to yeah. yeah. No, but this is um this is the sarcastic uh, stuff I was talking about. I hate the, it. The sarcasm yeah. versions hate of these it. songs. Um, I'm getting punked. <laughs> I, I appreciate the fact that they are being sarcastic and kind of making fun of themselves. I don't necessarily like this these renditions. Um, like See, I said, if it, if this had been an album of Beach Boys songs sung seriously in this format, that would have been cool. But if they yeah. were all like this, not so much. Yeah, it, it actually makes me think. Oh, it would be kind of cool to have this unplugged 1965, mm-hmm. you know, Beach yeah. Boys record to hear just relatively basic arrangements, but just with their vocals. Like, mm-hmm. but it, no, it's like what we can't take it fucking seriously because mm-hmm. Mike has to think he's funny and he's not. Yeah, but it's I stupid think stupid fucking voices. It could also be like at this point they're just um you know this album isn't about their songs and they're just kind of goofing around. I feel like he's not the only you know goofball in this equation, but it's hard to tell what's going on with the other people. Again, we need subtitles. Right. Yeah. It's just three and a half minutes that I never get back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's dumb. Yeah, it's fine. All right, let's move. Yeah, on. but but <sighs> go ahead. Uh, again, it's Mike Love making fun of these songs that Brian wrote. That maybe that's the uh, maybe the, the jab. But like there's a little also, bit of hmm. well, and that <clears throat> that's I mean, the that he's totally happy continuing <laughs> to make money off of. Right, right. I mean, he definitely you know wrote some of the lyrics. Mike definitely contributed to the lyrics of "I Get Around" at least. I would think. Mm, yeah. Mm, okay. I don't know. Well, but that's my other criticism with the next track. Um, we go into a Bob Dylan number. Times they are a changing, mm-hmm. and that that aura of we're at a party, we're joking around, we're having fun seeps through. And it's almost like you can continue, you mm-hmm. can hear Mike Love continuing to make fun right. of this anthem that is mm-hmm. important to a generation and to right. a country and a society. There's this whole like thing that they add in the album version of, um, I guess it's Mike, somebody calling it a test song. Like it was a protest song, now it's just a test song, which is, I guess is a I, joke. Okay. Um, and it sounds like they're really Raz and Al, but like, I don't know why. And yeah, the unplugged version, there's none of that. And it's a, it's another kind of example of like kind of not not super pretty, not super polished vocals, a little bit gravelly, um, which I liked. But uh, this I is where the execution fails because they're they're almost trying to overcorrect and like you know yeah at a party sometimes we do some thoughtful things, mm-hmm. but then they like put these hokey right you know hey. at the end yeah, 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 yeah. over it and it's mm-hmm. it, it just kind of ruins it. What right. could have been stupid asshole Mike Love an intimate moment? <laughs> it's making fun of this deep. You know, thing that's really like, mm-hmm. uh, you know, well, cherished. Yeah, and then there's another track where Mike is singing in like a Bob Dylan voice, and he's totally like trying to, you know, take the piss out of right, you know, Dylan's right. vocal style. It's like, fuck you, Mike. Yeah, you, you're a talentless hack, <laughs> and you're you're like trying to poke fun at Bob fucking Dylan. Right. Good luck, man. Um. So, real quick note about this one. So I went. Um, I spent some time with family. The artist, I think, is the track specifically. Oh, okay. Subtitled Laugh at Me. Um, Uh, Okay, okay. Oh, right after a uh, a version uh, here as well, too, on the Uncovered and Unplugged, right after a version of uh, Riot and Cell Block number nine, which, as we will learn later, leads to one of the worst songs ever written by anybody anywhere. Yeah. Mike Love's (laughs) classic 
student, student demonstration. demonstration. Oh, right, right. So, yeah, again, well, it, Mike, Mike Love's <laughs> great protest song, right? Yeah, right? So, fuck you, Mike Love. <laughs> Leave Bob Dylan alone, you yeah. stupid sack of shit. Okay, so, on the Bob Dylan I'm uh, not done. No, God go damn it. No, go ahead. Uh, I spent some time in Oklahoma visiting family. In Tulsa, there is a thing called the Bob Dylan Center, which is a, a museum, a really... Really good museum with a bunch of like artifacts and like handwritten notes, lyrics, letters from Johnny Cash and George Harrison and stuff like that to Bob Dylan. Um, you know, actual instruments that he owned and things like that. And uh, I posted on Instagram at Talking Beach Boys that I couldn't find a single like connection documented in that museum as far as like Bob Dylan with Brian Wilson or anything. So I found one on the internet of the two of them standing next to each other. Mm. And I posted that like, this is the best I could do. Yeah. Uh, and then someone mentioned, one of our um, listeners mentioned uh, something about the Al Jardine version of times they are changing. Yeah. And I, is that said, our, our buddy, Justin? Uh, I think it was. Yeah. And I said, Oh, I didn't know about that one. So I just want to point out that I don't, I'm kind of a, a newbie. <laughs> like if anyone, if there's a noob, um, you know, it's it's me in some ways. Well, all of us are sort of new. Is, is he referring to just this? He's version? talking about this version. Okay, okay. I wasn't sure if right. maybe on an Al Jardine we solo. Album. Well, yeah, and that's kind of what I thought. But yeah. then I, I listened to this. I'm like, oh, I'm dumb. That's right there. <laughs> it's, it's like literally the, next the album one that, that we're I'm supposed to, to pretend to know a lot about. Yeah, next exactly. Week. So yeah. anyway, I showed uh, way, way to go, Tim. Showed my true uh, yeah true lameness there. Uh, I just wanted to point that out. All right, that I'm a yeah. fraud. A fraud. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that's no, the other interesting Justin, thing about this. if you this. want to be on the podcast, uh, <laughs> there's Tim's, an opening. Tim's seat's going to be right. open. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but like, that's the other thing. The song selection here of this of this album is kind of them maybe showing some of their taste and what they appreciate. Yeah. And then here comes Mike to like yeah. screw yeah. it up, to shit and, on it, yeah, because that's what he does. That's mm-hmm. all he's capable of. Right. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, closing track. Well, well, just really quickly, this also, you know, it's just kind of part of, of Al, right? Like, he's the guy who brings that folk right. influence mm-hmm. in. We're going right. to talk about another album here pretty soon in which, you know, Al brings in the folk song, and it's just sort of his thing. Uh, Looking at Tomorrow, yep. Welfare Song on Surf's Up, which mm-hmm. we'll get to someday. Um, you know, that that's Al. So, yeah, mm-hmm. he, he's kind of the the one bringing in that, that part of the influence, folk which is cool. Right. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, last one. Barbara the hit, Dan. somehow. Like, out of nowhere, mm-hmm. this is a huge fucking hit. Yep, and they spent probably three minutes doing it, mm-hmm. and it makes them millions of dollars because, of course, it does. It's Barbara Ann, yeah, originally by the Regents, Regents. and uh, Dean of Jan and Dean guested on this. Oh, okay, yeah, uh, yeah. Dean Torrance, and the quote that I found on Wikipedia said something about like him and Brian kind of like both doing the high parts or sort of trying to both uh, compete on the high notes. So I don't really know who's like singing what here, but uh, but yeah, that high like falsetto is very prominent there. Um, but yeah, this is, is like a guest appearance by him. You know, Brian wrote songs for Jan and Dean, uh, and appeared on some of them. So this is kind of like, Hey, now Dean's here to help us out. He's not writing anything. Well, Dean would be at, at a party, at a Beach Boys party. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. But this is good. I like, I like this. This is the version that I know that I've, the only version I've known probably. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I always associate mm-hmm. Barbara Ann with one of those classic, you mm-hmm. know, Beach Boys from my youth, right. like growing up and hearing them on the cruise and classics or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it, it slightly surprised me that this was on a quote unquote live album. Because mm-hmm. um, I, I don't, when I hear it or and I think of it, I don't think of it as a, it, was there like a, a radio version or a studio well, I was version? Say I think there's, yeah, like a single version probably. Yeah. Which they, some of the extra stuff at the end is added. I was going to say, because okay. there's so many like, 
re- redone endings, uh, yeah. multiple endings. Stop right. Starts. Yeah, those stops um, and starts are... Well, but they, the yeah. wiki said that they that DJs were... They didn't put out a single until after the song was already getting traction on the radio, but mm-hmm. DJs were just playing it right off of the album. So they must have included that stuff at the end, or maybe they just stopped it after the first one. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was eventually released as a single, I assume, with that stuff cut out. Yeah. So, good stuff. Right. Well, hey, like it. it's, it's time to evaluate this album here mm-hmm. uh, using our scale. If you don't remember what our scale is, it's pinned on our Instagram page, uh, Talking Beach Boys. Because we're going to throw out some names here. And uh, hmm. you guys, you start us off. I want to give it just like a David Marks, something like right in the middle. Um, but then, like, I don't really... For me, it's, it's, a, it's an enjoyable listen. Even if, like, not all the songs, like, blow my mind or anything like right. that. I guess I'd give it a Bruce... So that's that's where I am. Mm-hmm. I, I I my initial thought was I went to David Marks, which is like a two point five on our scale. But I, I looked rate your music has this as one of the lowest of the early mm. uh, up until now thus far at, at like a two point eight right now, and that seemed a little low. Is that out of ten or is five? No, out of five. Out of five. Okay. Um, but that seemed a little low to me. Right. Like I I mm-hmm. I like this. Um, or I enjoyed this maybe as much, if not more than, you know, Deuce Coop and, you know, some of those middling ones. So I, I think I might want to go to Bruce Johnston on this 3.0. I, I'd say it's easily a, a Bruce. Uh, yeah. I actually probably personally, so I'm looking at the the catalog crawl that we did, another drop for that. We gave it a 6.9, hmm. uh, which would be a strong Bruce. <laughs> I, I'm... A hard a, Bruce a, Sorry, a hard... A solid Bruce. A hard Bruce. Solid <laughs> Bruce. Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm tempted to even bump it up to a, to a minor owl, or a, like or a, a soft a, owl, a short owl, a, a soft owl. A, no, it's a short owl. Okay. <laughs> um, I I think uh, it's it's got a charm. Like yeah, I I will put it on more often than some of those earlier records, Little mm-hmm. Deuce Coop and Shut Down Two, just because mm-hmm. it is a, a it's a fun listen. Yeah. It's like 25 minutes long or something like that. Right. It's just a little breezy, mm-hmm. snappy thing. You get to hear the voices. It's yeah I. I I, I like it. I, I like the fact that, again, I, I give it credit because you know the context. You know Capital right. wants a record. Mm-hmm. Brian's like, uh, I'm working on this really, really other big thing, and, and I don't have time for it. <laughs> and he just is like, all right, well, here's an idea. The idea is really cool. The execution mm-hmm. is fine, but I, I kind of give it a little bit of extra credit for the ex- or for the idea just because right. yeah. it is sort of a novel. It's funny. Cool I feel like you're the only one that, that reacted very aggressively negatively to right. some of it. Right. Um, and then I, you're I, like giving it an overall score. higher so, score. Uh, and maybe for me, it's one of those examples of something that is the, the whole is greater than right. the sum of, sum of the parts, yeah, right? Yeah, the yeah. individual parts is not a whole lot. Other than there's no other like my baby, which I really like. And Barbara Ann's good too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Other than that, you know, it's all just like, yeah, whatever. But just it, it coheres mm-hmm. well together right. as this it does. thing. Yeah, the concept. It's, it's not actually, a statement. It's just this placeholder. And, and here's the other thing. Hmm. It bought them just a little bit right. more time uh-huh. to, you yeah. know, do this other thing. So it's maybe it gets a little bit of a bump for that, too. It, it is the most coherent release they've done, I think, because even things with a, you know, a very distinct theme, like even the Christmas album or today, they they have very different side A's and side B's. Mm-hmm. This one is very uniform all the way through. It's uh, just has the live through line. It's edited to sound like it's just all, they're all the songs are played continuously in one little session. So, yeah. Coherent, coherency wise, I think it's pretty, uh, pretty solid. I guess. Yeah. 
a solid Bruce Johnson. Then. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I'd still yeah, give it a Bruce. It, but it's, <clears throat> if we were averaging our scores out, we give it a Bruce. Okay. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, I think yeah, that's yeah. fair. That's mm-hmm. fair. Right. Bruce was there. Yeah. yeah. He was there. Yeah, a couple yeah. of name drops. Giant, yeah. head. Giant head. All right, well, let's take one last break, and we'll be right back to wrap it up. Back to wrap things up here on Beach Boys Party. Ah, party. All right. Well, hey, um, we're going to be back next week with an episode about a uh, pretty good album. Decent album. Yeah, okay. If you're in that right. sort of thing. It's yeah. at least an owl. Yeah. 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 They can, I don't know, Vegas might have songs. to dust off one of those uh, Wilson Phillips now. Oh, <laughs> yeah, no. Right, yeah, well, we got hey. a good one coming up. Yeah. Uh, we might have to stretch it out over a couple episodes. We, we're, we are going to do yeah. that. Yeah, our next two episodes are going to cover the same album. Um, in the meantime, for those drop, let's ch- check out that great content on strangecurrenciesmusic.com. Mm-hmm. Follow us on Strange Currencies uh, Instagram and, of course, Talking Beach Boys Ooh. Instagram. Yeah. And uh, we will catch you next time. Later. Bye.